Welcome back to Ascension Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we're in Ephesians chapter 5. It reads, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let therefore be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that whoever is sexually immoral or impure, or it is covetousness, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true." And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ." Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. All right, as we jump back in here into Ephesians chapter 5, it's one of those places where we get to a word that a lot of people have their own definition of. And so that word is love. And so how we define that word is going to determine really what the rest of this passage kind of means, especially as we're focused on Paul giving us practical ways of living out the mystery of the gospel and the mystery of our salvation and the way in which God has now empowered us to be messengers for him. A big part of that is this walk in love. And so let's start off by defining that word and what this means and how maybe our culture has taken that away from us and then seeing how what Paul is challenging us to do allows us to live on mission for God. Well, what comes to mind, first of all, is God is love. You know, like you said, Lee, love is a very loaded word these days, right? We hear love is love, and we hear all kinds of arguments and reasoning, you know, circular reasoning even, to tell us what love is. And yet when we look to culture to give us definition, we're going to end up very confused and very torn in a lot of different directions. 
So first John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. And elsewhere in scripture, like in John 1, we see that God is full of grace and truth, that in him there is no darkness at all, and that he is the light. And so, you know, I think that it's important to, of course, anchor our definition of love in scripture, and then understand, okay, so when the Bible tells me to walk in love, as I start thinking about the circumstances, the situations in my life around me, what that looks like, I don't paint a mental picture in my head that is false. So then I'm not envisioning what it's supposed to look like for me to walk in love. Because I I think that our tendency and even our flesh as people who want to be liked, we want to be, we want to have friends, we want people to think we're nice, think we're cool, think we're, you know, kind of easy to be around. We envision love being, I mean, at least I do, uh, without scripture, I would tend towards thinking of love as whatever people feel is loving. So that would be something that's determined by the other person, you know? Well, if someone says, hey, that doesn't really feel good to me, that doesn't sit right with me, then I guess it must not be loving. But what we see in scripture is that love is love is God, God is love, and he is full of grace and truth. And so there's that those two sides of the same coin that love is not going to lie to people. Love is not going to reject what scripture says. Love is always going to true love. Biblical love is always going to align with what is in scripture because scripture is God breathed and God is love. So, you know, you kind of have to follow this logical path, which leads us to the fact that, you know, we're never going to arrive at something that is truly loving if we are disobeying scripture. And and I think that's what the world is preaching to us today is that I feel this way, therefore I am this way. I identify a certain way, therefore that is who I am. Therefore you must affirm who I am, what I believe about myself in order to love me. And if you don't, you're hateful and you reject me. And that is, you know, that's worldly wisdom. That is that is ultimately lies. It's not truth. It's not what scripture te- teaches us. And so I think this is one of those really challenging things where you have to care more about what God thinks than what man thinks. And and so how I approach this in relationships with, with people who do not know God or do not love him, do not have the same definition as me, is I'm always going to treat them with dignity, respect, and true love. But that love is not going to lie. It's not going to lead me to pretend that something is true that isn't true. It's not going to lead me to reject what scripture teaches. It's not going to lead me to redefine terms and say, okay, you know, yeah, for you, that's fine. So I'll go ahead and and go with your definition. I can lovingly say, listen, I care about you. And I actually, I actually think that my definition of who you are as being made in the image of God and having Mm -hmm. dignity because of that is even means my responsibility, my, the, the level to which I have to show love to you is even a higher standard than the one that you're claiming because yours is based on yourself and you're, who are you? You're just a human being, you know, you're just a finite, finite person. But I believe the way that I have to treat you and engage with you is, is actually comes from your dignity as someone made in the image of God. And, and his word is final and ultimate in that, um, you know, determining how I love you. Absolutely. And, and I think too, like you said, going to scripture, defining what love means in scripture and, the word love here is the agape kind of love. It's like the selfless love um, that we show others. So it's different than what the world wants. The world is 
oh, love is emotionally driven. It doesn't think of anyone else but themselves. So you're not thinking of the well-being of others. How can I pray for you or anything? You're thinking, well, how did they hurt me? It's all about me versus the love that God wants us to walk in is love that cares about others, that is willing to show grace and forgiveness. The love that the world displays is I'm right regardless if you're wrong. You could be right, but I'm still going to be right anyway. And it's based on emotions and it doesn't really care about what other people feel or think. It's very opposite of, of how Jesus walked, right? Jesus loved. He displayed what true love is and it's being selfless and sacrificial. What more sacrificial than him going to the cross and dying on the cross for our sins? That is sacrificial love. So when we are living out our life as as we are commanded to, are we living in a sacrificial type of love, a love that is selfless, a love that points to Christ? How am I going to love this person in the way that Christ loved us? And I think that's something that we should ask ourselves. Is, is this aligning with the word of God? If Christ had loved people the way that our culture demands, he wouldn't have been killed. Nobody, he, he wouldn't have been, you know, he wouldn't have been crucified because he would have changed his definitions according to the demands of the day, redefined terms, and rejected what the scriptures taught. And and then he would have been cool. Like, they, there would have been no reason to kill him because he wouldn't have been claiming divinity and, and oneness with the Father, you know? So I just think that's, that's something to think about. Like, he promised us that if they hated me, they're going to hate you as well. And so a slave is not greater than his master. We should not be surprised when the world hates us. Yeah, and definitely, I mean, if you want to pick one verse in this that really takes it to the next level and says, hey, this is not going to be easy, look at verse 11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. If it stopped there, you're like, great. It's just enough to not be a part of this. Mm -hmm. But it goes on and says, but instead expose them. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jesus did. And so when we look back here, it sets that up in verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as his beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. That really sets the stage of what it means to be loving, to understand the depths of that sacrifice, Mm -hmm. which he showed us, and then also the benefit that that sacrifice has to others. Mm -hmm. That's why we walk in love. It's not just for us. It's for those around us, and it means we're going to be poured out for them. It means that, yeah, we're going to do hard things and that we're going to be asked to do things that are unpleasant, that involve us kind of sticking ourselves out there. And that's probably honestly what's so hard for our listeners, Mm -hmm. especially when we care about everybody else's opinion of us, when we know people can take pictures of us and write words about it and put it all over social media or distribute it however they want, that can really hurt us. And so to say, I want to do these things, and I want to walk forward in truth, and I want to display love, but I'm also really scared about how everybody else is going to be receiving that, hey, that's a vulnerable place. And definitely, we want to let you know we understand that, Mm -hmm. but also we want to let you know that, hey, the text says expose them. It says do that. But remember... Let's do that lovingly, Mm -hmm. with humility, understanding that we're not bringing those people down, but seeking to build them up with the truth that we have. Yeah, I mean, I think Z and I have both been in situations, I'm sure, where we have had people 
say things about us that are not true, um, be hateful towards us, especially even on social media. You know, we're we're both uh, aware we were raised in, in the digital age, too. And, and uh, you know, I have people online slander me all the time and, and say things that are untrue about me, you know, with with a platform and podcast that I have. And when that happens to me, you know, it, it's it can be tempting for sure to feel like I just wish I didn't have to do this. I would just it would be so much easier if I could just be content to be silent. Why can't I just close my mouth? Like, why does it, why do I have to feel like I need to speak or I need to share the truth or why do I have to be out there? And the truth that I recall and and just um, kind of pray over and recall to mind in those times is whose opinion matters? Whose opinion of me matters? Is it the random person online who I'm never going to meet? Is it you know, even that other Christian who might disagree with me on a secondary issue and and be saying things that are not kind, you know, and, and making me look bad. Do I care about their opinion? Do I care about the random person on social media? Or even do I ultimately care about the the friends that I have? Do, is their opinion what I'm going to serve? Am I going to live my life to bring them glory and, you know, make them feel good? Or am I here to serve God? And that's just a good heart check for me because then I can evaluate and make sure that what I've said is not motivated by sin or pride or self-righteousness, but that my heart before God is right. And so I, you know, I live to serve him and to please him. And um, it just kind of draws me back. And um, even this just past weekend, I, I had a situation like that happen where somebody was taken to their Instagram stories to tag me and say a lot of really mean things. And I didn't even go look at it because I was just like, you know, I don't care. I, it doesn't matter whatever they have to say about me ultimately does not it's it's not what holds weight with me what holds weight is first of all what god says and then second of all what the people who i'm in relationship with say about me and that would be you know the the women in this bible study with me you know people like sally you know jeff's pastor jeff's wife sally who i know can see what i'm saying she she knows me she if i'm in in sin she can call me out and i believe she would and so I don't have to worry about those people who I don't have relationship with saying terrible things because I'm in relationship with those who are going to hold me accountable. And this just gives me a peace of mind to be like, you know what? Let them, let them say what they're going to say. I'm okay because yeah, I'm serving God. And a big part of that too is honestly, is we're talking with these people and we're working through trying to like break down these veil of sin in their life Yeah, is we're not speaking against that person. Right. But the mindsets, but it's so hard to not take that as a personal attack because usually what they return with is a personal attack. Yeah. It's not usually like, a, oh, hey, let me engage with the thought that you've shared and let's talk through that. Exactly. Um, it's guns ablaze and saying the worst things I feel You're like mean. I can say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's just kind of a mess. But we are allowed to live in messy relationships and relationships are messes worth making. And that's a huge part of what it means to be a believer is to engage in those Mm -hmm. for the cause of the gospel, knowing that God has promised that it's not going to be easy. It's not always going to be favorable, but he's going to be with us. He's going to support us. He's going to encourage us. He's going to give us the words to say in those moments. He's going to give us a peace of mind to walk forward in truth. And may I add something to that? Mm -hmm. Just, just going back on what you read, um, Lee, that take no part in fruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. I think it's, especially when we're talking to other believers, it's really important that when we're bringing something, we're exposing sin, that we bring the Bible with, you know, that we have the Bible and the Word of God to display that. Because sometimes when it's coming from, if they think it's coming from our emotions, 
they can take that, oh, well, you're just pointing out sin. But if we're taking it in a loving way and just showing them and just putting God's word in front of them and saying, look, I know you're committing the sin, you're doing this, but this is what the word of God says that we should live out. And it kind of brings a different perspective, I think, to even when we're just exposing doctors, that it's coming from the word of God and not something that I'm mm-hmm. saying. So so I think, too, just yeah. absolutely expose them. And we do it in love. And one of those ways in love is by doing it through the word of God that is mm-hmm. perfect and pure. And that, you know, if there is something they disagree, well, they're not really taking it against us, but it is the word of the God that they're not agreeing with. So, yes. And that's huge. I mean, as we as we work on that, we're resting on the truths that are there. And so going there, you know, as we've talked about already previously, humbly praying for God's mm-hmm. help to walk with us into that situation, walking through that uh, and just displaying that love in the persistence of that love. Being willing to set aside our own desires Mm -hmm. to do that. And so as you contemplate that in your life today as our listeners, as you think through where it is that God's challenging you to engage others in drawing them to the truth and using the light of the gospel to expose possible sin issues or to expose opportunities for them to move forward in truth. We pray that you would be in the mindset of going to God's word, taking that prayerfully submitting yourself to God's will as you seek to work through those in their lives. Know today you are loved. You're-